You're listening to Corporate Multiplayer. The official podcast of the 4-1 Game Zone. Hello and welcome to another cooperative multiplayer. This is like gotta be a record or something now. We're like, how many weeks consecutively have we done this already? But, uh, <coughs> back to our regular day. And, uh, at a, if you're listening live, at a more normal ish time. Hopefully, this is our regular time from now on. But, uh, with me this week are my two awesome co-hosts, Daniel Anderson and Robert Cooper. Hello. Uh, we're almost as consistent as uh, Megatron's inconsistency in fantasy football. Oh, yeah. God. Dude, like one of my teams, everybody was like under 10 points. and like, fuck me. Just fuck me. <laughs> I'm not Jimmy Graham one of and... Uh, what's his face get hurt? Uh, I had Jimmy Graham and Calvin Johnson get hurt in one league. Yeah, I had like Rashad Jennings got hurt. Megatron got hurt. Monte Ball didn't did he get hurt? <sighs> he normally doesn't produce much anyway. Yeah, I picked him like first round because I'm a dipshit. Well, in the four one one league, I finally had my team play up to the. Pro- the projected point total. Dude, I looked at the four one one league and it looks like everybody got fucking kneecap this week. Everybody's like eighty points. Like I had the highest score when I looked earlier. And that was like nine not even ninety. <laughs> uh I think mine broke was about to break a hundred last time I looked. Did you start Brady? No, I did not. Oh well. <laughs> I did <laughs> I, I don't play. blame you, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm at 122 right now against Randall's team. Like, I had uh, another yeah, Robert whooped Randall in the uh, the other league. Yeah, I was talking about the wrestling to the uh, Max League. My bad. But uh, I didn't start, Brand- was it Brandon Oliver, Mr. 32 fucking points, and Kyrie Robinson with his 15, and Kendall Wright with his 21, but I fucking started Alan Hearns. <laughs> I, I, I was like, you know what? I mean, okay, look at this. The wrestling, or the uh, 4-1-1 league, Calvin Johnson out, Zach Stacy out, Monte Ball out, Jordan Cameron still probable, but shit in the bed, and Rashad Jennings is out. Oh, Sean, I'm sorry. I was actually facing you. I thought it was Randall. Yeah, you're whooping me. Dude, Kerry <laughs> to send me a cake. I'm telling you. I'm fucked. God damn it. Why did I listen to, like, the internet people that were like, yeah, Philip Rivers, not that great. Jake Locker all the way. Who told you that? The internet. Uh, If you want to pay attention to anybody, the NFL Fantasy Live people are usually pretty good. And they they do a podcast. Their, Their show that they do every day, they do a podcast of it. So you can just listen to that if you don't want to watch it on TV. And... This is amazingly horrible. My team, Matt Ryan got 17 points. Okay. Philadelphia's defense, 24. Eli Manning, almost 20. 
Calvin Johnson, not one point. Calvin, Kelvin Benjamin, not two points. Monte Ball, not two points. <laughs> George Cameron, not four points. Hearted. <laughs> Even Rashad Jennings only got seven points. Man, at least the Giants still won. Uh, and my bench sucked too. Like, wow. Hey, and the Panthers won. So. Oh, I was. I'm so excited. God. Sorry about the Titans, though. Twenty oh, up t- twenty-five freaking points, and they lose by one. That's holy shit. That is a Kansas City Chiefs level of just doo doo in the bed. To the Browns. <laughs> Fucking four one one or the wrestling to the max league. I'm actually doing really good. I'm doing yeah. awful in the four one one league, which is should be a lot easier, right? <laughs> right. Well, not really, because everybody has super teams but, or super teams ish. But the super team should be able to produce. <laughs> yeah, but that's what happens when you get like one injury and it kills your team. I have one, two, three, four injuries. Though I was impressed last week because last week I managed to uh, still I managed to survive like the week four like abyss that is bye weeks. Like half my team was like, yeah, I want to buy. I mean, I can't I'm, wait till uh, week nine for me. I have like half my people out. Yeah, that's that's gonna be like. Th- there's gonna be a lot of that uh, next from other teams because one team everybody was out, and the other team was like one guy was out. So yeah, uh, I wonder if there's a fantasy football video game. Yeah, it's called uh, Football Manager or something. Yeah. Oh, is it called NFL Head Coach? No, that was you, terrible. You remember NFL? Okay, I was making sure. I was like, does anybody remember NFL Head Coach? Wasn't it so great? You can do that in regular Madden now. That's why they don't have NFL Head Coach anymore. <laughs> NFL Head Coach was a stupid idea. Yeah, it works better for the computer. Yeah. Yeah, like those simulation games are cool. Like that one time I tried to play like T like T W Total Empire Wrestling or something, two thousand five. Yeah. Because I didn't really understand how any, anything worked. <laughs> That's okay. fun in its own way. If you like, you know, kind of doing GM mode and stuff. Oh, uh, I didn't like GM mode because it was rigged. You ever notice that? How like yeah, it was like people cost like so much money. And you only have four people on your roster by the time you're done, which were Kenny Dykstra, Gregory Helms, Elijah Burke, and CM Punk. Yet the other people managed to have everybody and consistently do like fucking like 15 star matches. Well, it was, yeah, it was stupid too because there was no restrictions. So you could do like a hell in a cell every week and win. Oh, yeah, I did that. I, I was just <laughs> out the ass. Yeah, see, GM mode was, like, really cool in theory, but it really sucked in terms of presentation. They just have to – they could do it now because there's more uh, do AI and stuff for that. Like, kind of merge that universe mode and, like, story mode. Like, just kind of put it all under one, like, umbrella maybe. Yeah. Fuck it, fuck it, do it. All right, well, we're going to start there, and then we'll go backwards. So that's we're already talking about WWE games. <laughs> they revealed the career mode – this week or halfway through last week. I don't remember exactly when it was. So the career mode is sort of like what you get 
with the NBA 2K games where you start out in NXT and the cool thing is there's no it's not like a lot of other wrestling story modes where it's all about how many matches she win. This one actually it's only for PS4 and Xbox One by the way. So you uh, current gen people like me and Robert were kind of screwed. But uh yep. yeah, so you uh, start out in developmental where Bill DeMont yells at you a lot, apparently. And then you go to the TV show. Then you go to the main roster. Uh, but in, yeah, yeah, you can be silent rage. Uh, and hopefully you'll do better than silent rage. Uh, you can, the cool thing is you can actually, it's about, it's about different things. It's about uh, how many star matches you get. Like basically how good your match is. It's not necessarily about winning the match. You can lose and still progress. You can, uh, you're, you're supposed to use fake Twitter in the game and, and, and uh, get over. You're actually, this, your whole job is to get over. It's oh. not necessarily to win matches. So your job is to get over? Well, you know, this game's a little too late for Zack Ryder. <laughs> I was going to say, so when we get over in a way the game doesn't want us to, do we then get punished? <laughs> well, well, do we do we like kind of sort of get like thrown to bones with the like the fucking like internet like weeds like go crazy and then slowly, <laughs> not really slowly you just quickly get buried like almost like that time where they buried Paul Bear in concrete. You remember that? Yeah, that's what happened to Zack Ryder's career. Like, you know who's more over than Zack Ryder? Heath Slater. It's true. I mean, I absolutely, like, fucking adore Heath Slater, like, because he's awesome, and he's part of a three-man band. And now they're Slater Gator with their little gator. Which I'm like, okay, that's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's creative wrestler only. So well, if you don't like creating wrestlers, you're kind of... SOL on this kind of move mode. Can't you just uh, so you can just be able to create like one of the other wrestlers? Like you should just like yeah, I'm just gonna create Chris Jericho with you. I guess you could That's technically. Zack Ryder. Yeah. <laughs> you could create Zack Ryder. I don't think he's in the game. Like, did they release the whole roster? Um, I think they still have. They released like three or four of the NXT people that are going to be in, but I'm sure there's going to be more. I don't... You know, they haven't released any of the... D have they released the DLC guys? I don't think they have either yet. So... They've released most of the roster. There might be a few people that are still left. Yeah, let's, let's see what uh, let's see what old Wikipedia tells us here. Uh, fucking nothing. Oh, well. Uh, so, yeah... Continuing on, apparently it depends on, like, if your storylines are interesting, if you maintain your rivalries, uh, how much of a healer face you, you are. Uh, so if you kind of tend to go one way or the other, more than kind of staying in between, that's going to help you. You can't restart a match, so if you don't like what's happening, you're kind of, you got to deal with it. That's part of the career mode, too. Uh, and of course, just like the NBA 2K game, you get to decide when you get your little points, what you want to spend it on. So it's kind of like a RPG sort of too. 
you can decide to spend ages in NXT if you want, building up your guy before you get to WWE, or you can get to WWE and decide to do that. You know, right. It's up to you. Uh, and it lasts for like seven years. So, uh, I mean, hey, don't we know some wrestlers that have been in the middle of developmental for like seven years? <laughs> I can't think of any offhand, but I'm sure there are. They tend to bring them up a lot faster now than they used to. I mean, technically, couldn't we say Tyson Kidd's been in developmental for like seven years? <laughs> Actually, that's probably true. I mean, hell, like, I know he's, like, lighting up the ring right now, but he's kind of just going to be there. Like, he's not, he, he's not like a, you know, like a Emmy Zane who's going to, like, come up to the main roster and be a deal and it's going to be awesome. No, he's just going to be, like, the guy in NXT. His heel character in NXT is actually pretty good. Oh, he's a heel now? Shit. Mm-hmm. And he says fact after everything he says. Mm, we need to watch more NXT. Yes, you should. It's the best one hour of wrestling on TV. See, I need to do that. Or not also... TV on the network. Uh, I'd or like, Hulu. like three animes to watch over the fall season. So yeah, I'm... <coughs> so that's like six shows, like six animes that's not even on TV that I need to watch. And then I've got that. And then I need to keep up with New Japan and watch other stuff on TV. Oh. Oh, whatever am I going to do with my life? Oh, Lord. Oh, do I have to wear pants? <laughs> I would hope so. I would hope you wear pants to your midterms. <laughs> That'd be great. I just walk in there. I mean, like, hey, the teacher already thought I was the repairman one. So, like, we can only go up. Really? There. Yeah, I walked in 20 minutes late. I'm like, hey, is this, like, uh, room, like, 340 something? He's like, uh, yeah, are you here to fix something? No, when he has like a thick African accent, because he's like, because uh, I, I, you know, show up with my giant beard and like shaggy, like curly hair, covered in sweat and Iron Maiden shirt. He's like, you know what? Yeah. Considering how you look, I could totally see that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to like actually like look decent pretty soon since I have to go to elementary schools and unfortunately the jihad look is kind of frowned upon. Yes. Yeah. But that was, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I was going to get around to telling you that. but What, yeah. I look like a terrorist? No. That, you know, you won't get to have the beard and all that. Yeah, I'm not that, I'm not that dumb. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to try and at least keep the beard a little, but it's not going to be like fucking, like, why a family beard, unfortunately. Because I, uh, I, I have to, like, wait until I get entrenched in the school and people like me before I can be like, ha, 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 ha. Maybe, uh, you can go teach college one day and then you can have the beard because you can do whatever you want. Oh, yeah, and I could, well, if I did college, I could curse all day. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> fucking great. I gave Robert too many bad ideas. Oh, that'd be good. And I could, like, teach, like, intro to heavy metal would work. Okay, it's good. Now I know what I'm going to do with my life. <laughs> All right, well, let's go backwards a little bit. What have you guys been playing this week? Well, I'll go ahead and, like, jump in here since I think I should probably be doing stuff. I'm just going to go ahead and just, just say what I have been playing. Who wants to guess? Final Fantasy 13. Woo! 
I'm like 16 hours in and I'm on chapter 7. Yeah, like, okay. Like, you remember last week I just went on like a 10-minute tirade about how Hope is a shitty character? Okay, <laughs> well, he's gotten better, mm-hmm. but he's got dumber. A lot dumber. You see, he, he's not as much of a whiny bitch to really, like, he shouldn't even be at this point because he should have said something in the first three hours of the game to, like, kind of be like, hey, Snow, you killed my mom, what the fuck, uh, da, 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 I hate you. Like, instead, he's just, like, collapses to the floor and we just continue the plot the way we do when you could have done something sensible and logical that would have happened in any other game and resolved that and had two other things with the plot and lazy fucks. Anyways, so, in the game, I, have you two played Final Fantasy Thirteen? Do you care if I spoil it? Nah. Yeah, I beat it. You're good. Okay, well, any listeners, if you are mad at me for spoiling a game that is, what? How, how old is it? What, five years? No. Mm-hmm. Is it old? Four yeah, or five I, years. We, we've got a trilogy out of it, guys. Like, okay. Just just saying. But if, if you have hate mail, themetalcoop at gmail.com. Tweet me at themetalcoop. You know, hi, Tom. Just fucking just, just bombard me with hate mail, please. I mean, I know I, I can piss people off. I'm good at it. Usually it's just by being my. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, so. You know, Hope splits off with Lightning, and Zaz and Vanille go do their thing, and Snow's still captured, which kind of annoying, because, like, really? Like, what the hell? Like, you know, I like Snow, even if Snow's a fucking idiot, who's really loud and brash and kind of dumbass. Yeah, I mean, I still like Snow. Lightning's a bitch. Like, she kind of softens up in the part that I've been playing. She softens up to uh, Snow. That's Snow. Uh, what's his face? Fucking Hope. That's his name. He's so pretty. You know, I was playing that the other. I was playing the game the other day and looking at the menus, and I'm like, "He is really pretty." And I'm not saying it in like a like, "Oh yeah, that's hot." I'm like, I just kind of realized I'm like, "God, the teenage fangirl must go fucking gaga over him." Like that's the reason he was made. Like we, we all know. But anyways, yeah, he's gotten better a little. Like he's kind of instead of whining about it, he's like, "I'm gonna be the strongest ever and kick Snow's ass." Which is stupid. Okay, okay. I can kind of, I guess, see his point. And Lightning's not as much of a bitch, though she is still kind of a bitch. She really is a bitch. Like, I know she's got, like, a fucking crab up her ass when she's a soldier, but still. Fuck Lightning. Yeah. And we found out the stuff size and his son, and I was kind of sad, and Vanille, I don't know. But but the thing that's funny, because I was reading some stuff on the game, I was just curious as to, you know, what what does what do a lot of people think about the game? And it made me realize, I've been playing this game for about 16 hours. Nothing much has really happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happens. It takes a while for stuff to happen. And that's bullshit. I mean, hell. Even, like, Final Fantasy 1. Shit happened. Like, I've played that for a good 10 hours. Shit's happened. Fucking Garland showed up, and I had to go try and save, like, like wake up the elf prince, and I had to go get this crown, and have to give it to this person, and do that, and this, and the other thing. But in this, like, they keep going back, and doing flashbacks, and kind of informing me on, you know, what, who these people are, and what happened in these 13 days that's very, very oddly linked 
like somehow it all intertwines. But yeah, like 16 hours, nothing's really happened. I haven't seen a villain yet. Okay, I've seen like one or two villains. I don't remember anything about them except one was named Sid because, oh, my face. <laughs> but seriously, there's, I know there's a Sid in every Final Fantasy episode. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, 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 true story, true story. But yeah, like, there's no real memorable villains. Like, nothing's really happened. Like, yeah, the combat system's okay. Even if sometimes, you know, something just pisses me off. Then they're going to be like, well, you're going to tell me anyways. Yeah, I'm just going to tell you anyways. You know, when you switch paradigms, they take like three seconds to do that fucking pose. That makes me so mad. Yeah. That's a lot of time wasted. Still not as bad as Ten-Two's uh, dress thing. It would take him a while to change dresses. Are you fucking but, kidding me? Yeah, uh, that was the. It was sort of like the paradigm thing, except you changed dresses. Because the dresses had your stats for your different jobs in them. That is goddamn retarded. Well, it was three women. What do you want them to do? I mean, it kind of makes sense, right? Like, they are they would put different outfits on. Huh. What a, where, well, this is the wrong podcast to get to that topic. <laughs> I mean, they could have done worse, so... Oh, yeah, it could have been lesbian orgies everywhere, so... Yeah. Yeah. I've heard Tintu was poo. Like, it was an obvious cash-in on the popularity of Tin, but, you know, it could be worse. The gameplay was the only good... Like, it's like... Kind of like 13. The battle system makes it fun. But the story is... Ridiculous. And if you don't have a guide, you'll miss half the story anyway. Because it doesn't tell... Like, it only tells you... This is where you have to go... To basically finish the game. When you go to the map every time to go to, to a different city. Mm-hmm. But you have to go to all the other cities that are listed there to get the other parts of the story. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, that, that's the opposite problem of Final Fantasy Thirteen. Like, yeah, I'm used to playing some linear games in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, really? Like, yeah, well, there's a branching path every once in a while that leads me to, like, the sphere that gives me an item, which that's another dumb thing about the game. Like, the item upgrading system is not that great. Uh, it's really it's really hot. I don't know. It kind of bothers me. Like, the, the Crystarium thing's okay. Like, you know, I can I can dig it. I can get used to it. Even if it is kind of like... <laughs> I mean, most of my characters are level 2 in all their stuff. Even Especially if I... Like, like a 10 switch up or whatever. With 10, 10 had the spear grid. I heard the spear grid was actually really good. Yes, it is. And then they like, redid it for the HD version where you can basically do whatever you want in it. That sounds really interesting. See, I want to play Tim. I want to play all of them, really. I can't wait for that package from China to get to my house. Did you really buy Did I? Yeah, I wasn't kidding. The one I told you I bought uh, all five GTA games. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's coming from China. So we'll see how that went. 
But yeah, I mean, like, 13, like, I feel like there's maybe, I'm hoping something, like, awesome happens. I heard, like, after, like, Chapter 9, like, things, like, that you get to, like, explore things and go on missions and stuff. But that almost mm-hmm. feels, like, a little too little. Like, look too exactly. little Exactly. Like. I, it's like <laughs> they reward you for getting to the end of the game. But you have to go through the slog to get to it. I mean, like, some of these characters, like, I, I kind of like like them in a sense. Like, Zaz. I like Zaz. Like, Zaz is, like, a guy. He's a normal guy. Like, he's a good guy. I like him. Like, Snow's an idiot. He's okay. I like him. Lightning's a bitch. She's softening up. She's okay, I guess. But I, I can understand why Vanille acts the way she does, because I have a feeling like, there's some dark shit coming up. I don't know. Don't spoil it, please. I'll have to spoil it for everybody next week. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I'll just spoil it next week. But, uh, like, yeah, I'm feeling like the reason she acts so happy and peppy is because she's in, like, fucking denial or she just doesn't, she just doesn't want to bother everybody, which is okay. You know, it's the opposite of the brooding little shit. But, but Hope, like, fuck Hope. Like, fuck that kid. He's annoying. He's whiny. He's stupid. Ah. He brings everybody else down. Like his flaws and the fact he pisses me off makes me realize how like the flaws of everybody else and how much they know. <sighs> like I mean, this is, like, I'm gonna probably say the game will disappoint me in the way Lords of Shadow Two did, where I was like, Lords of Shadow Two, okay, uh, why did young Trevor show up and take me back to Dracula's blood castle to go get the. Uh, Go get like the fucking sword or the or the chaos claws. Like, okay, he shows up and he's like, "Oh, let's go get the chaos claws." No reason, no storyline prompts. Young Trevor just shows up and is like, "It's time to go, father." And I'm like, "What? What the fuck?" Oh, yeah, that game still made me sad because I spent sixty dollars on it. Yeah. Yeah, I usually do. A, I can do a lot with sixty dollars. <laughs> That's how I feel about Lightning Returns. Spent sixty dollars on that, and it's hard to uh, That's all I have to say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that, that's what I played. It wasn't like there. That concludes Robert's rant on hope. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, like, when I hit, like, chapter 9, it's going to be, like, better. And I'm like, okay, it was at least okay, but, like, there's no villains to talk about. And the heroes are okay, but really, they just kind of run into these monsters all the time. And, oh. I can't even grind, really. Like, yeah. It, like, God, it's like being in a strip club. You can't really touch what you want to touch, and you can't find anything. That's why I only went once and said I wasn't going again. Because it's stupid just to be teased for no. And then, what do you do with that? Yeah, you see, I've, I've never really went there because I know what's going to happen. I'm just going to be like, fuck this. Yep. Yeah, you know, like that time at prom, these girls started grinding up against me, and I'm like, get the fuck off of me. You're pissing me off. <laughs> All right, we go from that to uh, Daniel. <laughs> I've played a little bit more Destiny, and that's about it. Anything uh, 
interesting? Uh, just slowly advancing. Um, for some reason, I've just kind of fallen off on playing it recently. I've only done a couple of uh, missions since last week. Not really okay. sure why, but that's just what's happened. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing against the game. It's still fun. Right. It's just I can't bring myself... For some reason, I'm not feeling the need to play it right now. I've kind of been the same way. I've been trying to... I finally caught up on all the... I had like three episodes of most of the new shows that started this year to catch up on. So I've been like slowly... I finally caught up yesterday. Now I have to get myself to catch up on the old shows. That's going to take probably the whole fall season. Uh, just uh, just being honest, I think. So yeah, I, I went to go... I, I finally decided because I was tired of dealing with the whole... The, this account is free, so it keeps messing with me, and I kind of just decided, I was like, okay, I think I like this enough that I might just get the Warlords of Draenor or whatever. So I went and bought that whole package that saves you like 15 or $20, and I didn't realize that it basically bought it on a different account. So mm. basically I had to go, re thankfully I was still in the basically the, the first city that you go into when you get out of the your starting place. So basically I spent the whole last week when I wasn't watching TV or doing something else on the four other podcasts I've been on this week. Uh, I got my new Pandar Shaman Pandaren back to level 12 and back to basically where I was before I basically ruined my character. Because <laughs> they wanted to charge me $25 to transfer a level 12 character, I was like, hell no. <laughs> I'm not paying $25 for that. I already gave you like 60 or however, yeah, 60 something, 65 I think. So, yeah. So there, I have my character the way he was and I had to redo that whole freaking starting stuff with the panda and it's, it wasn't much more interesting the first time. So, I, the second time it was just like, okay, click, 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 punch, fight, 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 okay, I'm back to where I was. <laughs> uh, other than that, I think that was, I played some Hearthstone, still have to go keep fighting other people because I can't get through the uh, Naraxmus thing because my cards suck. So, yeah. That's it for have me you, on playing stuff. Have you tried summoning Blue Eyes White Dragon? I would if it was Yu-Gi-Oh. But sadly, it's not. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, we should start with uh, the whole big controversy, apparently, of Microsoft named their next OS Windows 10 instead of 9. Oh my god, the world ended. Or so how some people thought, apparently. Apparently, there's a thing that whoever was, whenever they were making nine, Windows 95 and 98, which I swear that's what Kmart still runs on, uh, they put in code, and they used to call it Windows 9, or Windows 9X. 
So they didn't call it Windows 9 because there's a lot of stuff that still runs on 95 and 98 and it would mess it up. So that's why they had to call it Windows 10. Or maybe they were trying to beat out iOS to 10 since they knew that was the next number. Maybe 8.1 was technically Windows 9. Maybe. But I don't really know what it fixed. It, It gave us a start button. Oh. Well, Windows 10 is pretty much like 7 and 8 together, so... Except oh. for it's supposed to have more of 7 than 8, it looks yeah. like. Nobody liked 8. Like, 8 was like Windows Vista, except it asked you less, like, do you want to do that? Are you sure? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Vista. Like, Vista is like... Oh, God. It's like that one presidential candidate, and it's uh, like nobody wants to mention that guy because he sucks. I'm not even saying like any like specific candidate sucks, though. If I were, I would probably say Windows Vista is Bob Dole. Why well, Bob Dole? It's Bob Dole a lot. Just at like least. Just like Windows Vista said, are you sure you want to do that? You've got to be kidding me. Really? Why would you call me at freaking 1130? Ooh, ooh, tell him I said hi. Uh, Bob, or Daniel, have you been paying attention to the news? Uh, what what specifically? I, I don't know. Just find something to talk about. i got to answer this call. Okay. Well... I'm trying to decide if I should jokingly say something or actually say something. Don't worry, I got this. Uh, well, so, uh, like, I was going to say, did you hear about Star Citizen? Oh, no. Uh, vaguely. Never mind. I vaguely heard about it. Yeah, they officially got the Guinness Book of World Record or the Guinness Book World Record for most money ever raised through crowdsourcing. Not just as a video game, but anything. Because they've hit $55 million. Fuckity fucking fuck. Jesus. What are you going to do with $55 million? You know what they should do? They should take that money and fucking like, make their own island nation. <laughs> well, I think it just shows that there is a market for flight sims. People do want to play a good flight sim. Right. It's just... Nobody makes them anymore. Uh, like, but I'm sure they have one. Like, you know, $55 million seems like something that all the jackasses on the internet would give to Goat Simulator 2015. Well, I mean, the one thing about this, and I will say it, they really didn't have any other studio putting money in. I mean, this is purely from people that wanted to play the game that they described and the name that was developing it, the same guy that did uh, Wing Commander. Hmm. And so basically just on his name and his description of what he wanted in a game, they raised $55 million. (laughs) Did I ever tell you I used to play this one flight game called Red Baron when I was a kid? 
I just played it just because I wanted to like get the thing off the runway. You know what happened almost every time I played it? Did you crash? Oh, of course. But usually I would blow up on the run. I would overheat the engine and blow up on the runway. Why did that game sound so familiar? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See if I'm gonna look up Red Baron here on uh, Wikipedia. It's probably gonna give me uh, pizza, of course. Yeah. Uh, although it gave me the actual Red Baron. Um, let's see here. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that probably would be the first one. Was it? Oh, is this really it? The 1991? Maybe. What was it played on? Was it an arcade game? No, it was a PC game. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, told Red Baron. Red Baron. No, I think it was the first Red Baron. It was from fucking nineteen ninety, and it looked like it. Oh, might have been two for three D. Was he was it three D? Yeah, it was Red Baron two. But I'd always blow up on the like engine because I saw because I was like six or no, probably about seven. <laughs> but yeah. More credit to Star Citizen for getting that much money. That's a ridiculous amount of money. Like, right, maybe they should take what they don't use and give it to those guys that wanted to make that Eternal Darkness sequel. <laughs> Be like, here you go, bro. We'll donate something to you. Or they could give it to Kellen Winslow since he's still not on an NFL team. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you see, I think he's set for life. All he really needs is a car, some Vaseline, and dreams of the Boston market. <laughs> and, and, and fortunately, you can get most of that pretty cheap. Yeah. Except for Boston market. Eh, I, I'm well, it depends on where he's living now and how far he has to drive to get to the nearest Boston market. Yeah, I don't think there's a Boston market near There used to be time ago and now with the Kentucky Fried Chicken. And that KFC sucks by the way. Like every time we've went there over the past like five years they got something one thing wrong. <laughs> Great. Like it, it, it's like yeah, even Sean in the back is just like disgusted at the KFC near my house. Mm. And all the Because we have like two Bojangles. What do I do with the Bojangles? I try to make friends with all the cats that are there. <laughs> yeah, like there's one near my house, and there's a food line beside the food line. Which do is the cats actually come to you, or do they try to run? Oh, they they fucking blow up. They're you know they're they're wild cats. Yeah, but I see them like one day I was I was about to, to get out of the uh, parking lot and you know, go on the go on the road, and I see the cat, so I fucking like stop, whip around, and I'm like. And I pull into the bar, and I go park. And I'm like, "Hey, kiddo, kid, you did that." I fucking let I run away. I'm like, "Oh, come on! I'm gonna be your best fucking friend." And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, it's rare that every now and then you'll have a cat from one of those places that'll actually come up to you because they've been fed so much they they associate people with food now." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he probably needs to mute his microphone. Yeah, uh, yeah, he he really does. Like, just because, like you know, as much as I like public defenders, I like talking about cats and more. 
Yeah, I know a few public defenders in some places that I lived, and they always hated seeing me because that meant their client was going to have some issues. Like Sean. Hold on, you think I should just fucking text that to him? <laughs> so, are you going to court for sure? Okay, let's keep talking now. So. Okay, so, so what else was in the news this week? Uh, uh, Evil know, Within is about to... They started advertising on Xbox One, so you can now pre-order it, and so you can have the giant download start early. How big is the download? I want to say it was like 40 gigs, but I, I'm looking for it now to find out exactly what it was, but it was insanely large. Wow. Yeah, see, I hate, I hate, like, those sorts of downloads. Like, you know, it's like, I've, I've downloaded a few 50-gig downloads, but you know what's the funniest thing? I once downloaded a 15-gig file, and it took a month. <laughs> I mean, like, once a, once a week, I'd check the torrent just to see how far I was along, but it took five weeks. <laughs> now, now, luckily, Xbox games will not take that long. Unless you're trying to steal them. If you are, bravo, because you're doing better than me. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Installation weighs in around 40 gigs. So that's pretty uh, large, but it is a Bethesda game, so that could explain part of it. Yeah, fucking Bethesda. We'll see, I wonder how much of it's going to need to be patched. <laughs> Well, as much as you can pick on Bethesda for that, in all honesty, most games end up needing to be patched. I thought they were the same ones that told you no. But, I mean, what can you do? Yeah. Yeah, there's not much you really can at the end of the day. Like, I remember, I know I've told the story of the time I ran into the bug that put me back an hour on Skyrim. Yeah. Yeah, that sucked, because I managed to kill both the dragon and the giant steam monster. Like, you know, the big centurion. And, yeah, I, I went up that elevator, and every time you went up the elevator, it would auto-save. But then it would also uh, restart you and send you back up the elevator, so you auto-save. And it kept doing that until I had no more auto-saves. <laughs> sucked. Uh, we're seeing a lot of reviews for Alien Isolation now. Oh, yeah. It's I actually was curious. I was curious to see how uh, good it was. And, uh, hey, it's it's getting pretty good reviews, which, I mean, that excites me because, you know, maybe what I'm thinking. You think maybe they released Colonial Marines <laughs> and made it intentionally bad just so when we got Isolation... We fucking like went crazy over it because this is the game we should have gotten. Uh, well, the, the problem with that is it was two different developers that worked on it. So, honestly, I think a lot of the money from Colonial that was given to work on Colonial Marines probably ended up going into uh, uh, Borderlands 2. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that. Wait, was Colonial Marines made by the same people that did Borderlands too? I believe so. I no, think it was all Gearbox. Was 
which makes it even more of a more of a head scratcher about why it was so bad, given the people that were making it. Yeah, that's the weird part. I mean, I know the guys who did Borderlands did Duke Nukem forever, which was ironic. Yeah. I think the only reason they did Duke Nukem forever is just so we could finally fucking get it out. <laughs> yeah, most of uh, the reviews are, according to Metacritic, they're out of 11 critic reviews. Eight is positive, three are mixed. IGN gave it the lowest score because he basically got tired of creeping around and hiding at the end of the game, which that's the point of the game game. is. But uh, other people are giving it like eight, eight and nine out of ten. So that's the. Like, it's funny because usually IGN like overrates things. You know what IGN yeah. gave Raw two? Well, it depends on who the reviewer is too. They gave Raw two a nine point three back in the day. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I know we got back to Raw two somehow. Like how? How does one give that game a nine point two? Like nine point two? the best fucking game. Like, even Oblivion, when it came out, didn't get a 10 from a lot of places, and I fucking adored Oblivion. Skyrim was awesome, but I almost felt like Oblivion had more staying power for me, personally. I don't know. Maybe it's because I had Skyrim on a computer that wasn't mine. It was my mom's, so I couldn't play it as much. But yeah, like, Skyrim was good. But, I mean, games like that are like, yeah, 9.3. It's not fucking Law 2. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah. you can't compare a game like that to a... I mean, you can't compare it to Madden. You have to compare it to other RPGs, other first-person games. Well, I mean, true, but then you get kind of this, like the thing of, like, well, can we say The Avengers is the best movie of, like, 2013? Was it 2013? No. Was it? Shit. Oh, Avengers was 2011 or 2012? Had 2012, then. Yeah, 2012, I think. Yeah, 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 you're right. I don't know why. I was just like, oh. <laughs> I was like, well, no. speaking of comic book movies and comic books in general, new Lego Batman. Lego Batman 3 is going to have Kevin Smith playing himself in the game. That's awesome. I, I have no idea how it's going to work, but I'm kind of curious and I kind of want to see it. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Like, I can just imagine how much fun, like, you know, just how much fun that's going to be. I wonder, and you know, it's a Lego game, so you're trying to get to play as Lego Kevin Smith. Oh, it'd be funny if you had a Blunt Man and Chronic reference in there, which you probably won't get since it's Lego Batman, but still. That would I can be- hold out hope that it would be humorous like that. That would be absolutely wonderful. <laughs> oh, man, and chronic. And then, uh, like, fucking have him be, like, have a Jay and Silent Bob, like, rip reference, or, like, have fucking Silent Bob as one of his alternate costumes. <laughs> yes. That would be absolutely amazing. Uh, like, you know, I've never really gotten around to playing those games. Like, I played Lego Star Wars 2, the demo, once, and I got kind of bored. 
Yeah. Because I couldn't kill Jar Jar because he was not available to kill. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it seems like a good... I'm like, okay, if I were a kid, I would be on this shit like a fat kid on a hamburger. Well, but I mean, I can see the appeal to it. It's just... It gets to the point where... I mean, the one thing that the Lego games are doing right is they're bringing other superheroes in, not just limiting it to Batman. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. I think that's what really helps sell it at the end of the uh, at the end of the day. Really, is that they bring in all these other people and you know all these other characters, and it's more fun that way. Well, are you ready to be to feel old, Robert? Dude, I am. I am ready. Uh, do you know what happened two days ago? Uh, I don't know what happened two days ago. The Nintendo 64 turned 18 years old. Damn, it can buy cigarettes and boats. <laughs> yes. Buy can you Damn. believe it is 18? It came out 18 years ago. You know, when I think about it, I can, because I got one when I was, I think, what, what, six or seven? Yeah, I've had that. I mean, just think about that. 18 years since we had a pure 3D console. Yeah. Like, wow. It is kind of The first pure 3D console, I guess I should say. Yeah. I I guess I just don't really... uh, it just doesn't feel like it was that long ago. I mean, I know it has. Yeah, I mean, it's. I didn't look at how far like all these genres have come. Like, look how far the FPS has come. Yeah. I like mean, before we we had Goldeneye, which was a good game, but it was it's, it doesn't hold up very well in comparison to now we have like. Which I'm not saying Call of Duty's the pinnacle of anything positive in some aspects, but it's a very refined game. Yeah. I'll give it that. Like I, it's, mean, that's, I mean, really cool. Really, when you think about it, if we didn't have the N64, we probably would not have the large amount of FPSs that we have today. Because the N64 did have Goldeneye, and that kind of brought shooters to the forefront on consoles. And then, and then they had Perfect Dark on there, and if you kind of look at it, it's, uh... I kind of oh, think of it like... I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I assume you saw the message. I thought about texting you. Yeah. That probably wouldn't have worked. We yeah. just uh, tried to speak over you. Oh, crap, was I that loud? I'm sorry. Just a couple you, times. You faded in and out, but you... Yeah, because I was walking around, because I was, like, my mom's... At basically at work right now, so like uh, she takes calls for a home health place, so uh, she has to be talking to people on the phone all the time. So I was going in and out, and I was like, oh. I realized it for a second. I was like, oh crap! I remember having this problem before. Where <laughs> yeah, I should have put my mic on mute. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, so far we've covered. Uh... Well, right now we're on the N64's 18th birthday. Okay. Ah, oh, the N64. Yeah, so and we're discussing. 
and we were kind of just discussing like how it really changed the FPS. Like I look at like GoldenEye was the thing that really helped bring it to the forefront because FPS is not really something that I mean you had Doom and Wolfenstein, but beyond that, it really wasn't something that a lot of people were doing. But then you got the 3D graphics in, and it brought a lot of depth to everything. And GoldenEye like kind of helped popularize the FPS, and it brought in that really good multiplayer aspect. That, uh, I mean, hey, that's when people play FPSs now to kill kill their friends and call each other noobs and fags. Yes, bundles of twigs. But then uh, I think Perfect Dark really uh, really put it over the edge because Perfect Dark I think was like I'm not playing Perfect Dark. It's at a pawn shop around here for seven bucks, but I don't have the RAM expansion. So what would be the point? <laughs> but yeah, like Perfect Dark, like really put it over the edge in terms of, uh, you know, just like everything. Like this was like the fucking spacey, like Kevin spacey version of it. Like, you know, it's better, balder, and even more over the top. Uh, well, I think <laughs> the big thing with uh, GoldenEye 2 was you did have first person shooters out. But GoldenEye was the one that really showed that it could be done and done well on a console as opposed to only with a keyboard and mouse. Yeah, I kind of forgot about all those. It happened. I mean, you I had mean, games played. like Turok. Really? That hit I around. Turok. I mean, it oh. hit around the same time as GoldenEye, maybe a little bit before, but. GoldenEye is the one that sticks out as it showed developers that a FPS could be done and done well on a console. Yeah, kind of like uh, I mean, I don't know if this is exactly the same, but like dra- the Dragon Quest games and the Final Fantasy games for, that, for RPGs. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm not I don't quite know the history of the RPG because I know RPGs have been around for a long ass time. You look at uh, a lot of the Japanese games, but uh, again, Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy were like pretty much like those two pinnacles. As we know, well, actually, Dragon Quest was was Dragon Warrior. I found that out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's yeah, it's plus you owe like just you know the revolution of Mario to the N sixty four. You've got uh, what a lot of people still think is the best Zelda game ever. Arcane of Time on the 64. And Majora's Mask. Yeah, and Majora's Mask. Uh, you know, uh, there, I mean, it was the last age of Rare, pretty much. Yeah. Last, uh... Now, now they make Kinect games. <laughs> yeah. Last cartridge system. Yeah, that's it. Well, last major car- cartridge system. Well... Uh, home console cartridge system. Oh, I was about to say, so I was like, well, technically, like, when you count the 3DS, aren't those things kind of cartridges? <laughs> they are cartridges. Well, yeah, so, I mean, technically. Yeah, home I mean, console system. Yeah. yeah, there we go, because, like, the, well, the whole cartridge thing, like, I think that really hinders them at the end of the day. Oh, yeah, totally it did. Like, they, they would have, if that, the 64DD would have, uh, you know, took off. Like, imagine what they probably could have done. Like, you think if they would have just had the disc system, you think they probably would have kept Final Fantasy? 
I'm pretty sure they would have. Well, yeah, that. there would there would have been no Sony without the for the but DDE yeah. to come out. There would have been no PlayStation. So yeah, they would have kept everything. Well, actually, yeah. Well, because weren't uh, weren't Sony commissioned to make the disc drive for the mm-hmm. Nintendo? It was supposed to be a partnership between Sony yeah. and Nintendo. And I think it was wasn't it like something like then Sony wanted more of the profits or something like that, and Nintendo said no. No, uh, I think uh, this is coming from Did You Know Gaming, great fucking channel by the way on YouTube. It's called Did You Know Gaming. Anyways, uh, what I heard from that channel was that uh, Sony or uh, Nintendo went behind their back, and uh, weren't they talking to Philips with the CD? Yeah, that's right. Because they had a working relationship with Philips beforehand, so they went behind Sony's back and started talking to them, and Sony wasn't going to play that shit. Yeah, because Philips was more cost-effective or something like that. It was something about money. Yeah. Uh, And, I mean, hey, that's how he got, like, one of the big systems. So, hey, that's pretty yeah. damn cool. Like, I wouldn't have had I, Microsoft either. Couldn't so have the Xbox. So, I wonder, how do you think PlayStation would have been as big without Final Fantasy? <sighs> yes, because it was less expensive at the time. Was it? It would have been. I think what Final Fantasy did was made RPGs cool. That's all Final Fantasy did. Oh, I mean, really? It was I, huge. I, it was a big console seller. Not not saying it wasn't, but it was it got uh girls into gaming. I think in a period, you know, it was, it was a big thing to get girls into gaming and it made RPGs the thing you wanted to play. Like it was the first RPG that you saw it goes, Oh wow, okay, I wanna play this. You know, this is this is not like, you know, the other Final Fantasy we've seen. This is not just playing as the mage and yeah, it wasn't turn based. Well, it's still turn-based. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. Not a... Uh, it had the four characters that looked like they're standing on each other's head. Right. Attacking. The, the characters were, were uh, realistic, too. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, I'm, I am kind of going from a uh, more retrospective sort of thing because I didn't play... I mean, I played Final Fantasy some as a kid, but I was really... I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, you know, I thought it was something... Kind of just cool, and I didn't get to play much of it because I played it at a daycare. And RPGs aren't something you get to play at daycares very often. It's usually <laughs> a game comes like you can only play them for like thirty minutes at a time. So, right. Yeah. But because uh, I was just kind of thinking, I'm like, well, imagine like I was like, what if they kept Nintendo kept Final Fantasy and would have kept Final Fantasy? Like, you know, I think that would have actually been greatly to their benefit. Which I mean, well. If they would have kept Final Fantasy, that would have meant that they wouldn't have. Uh, they won would have been a disc-based system for the 64, and two wouldn't have would have been a normal-sized disc system for the GameCube. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll say this: I still prefer cartridge games over disc games, Cause just because you don't have much loading time. Yeah, the cartridge you have much less loading time, if any at all, and they are more durable than discs are. Yeah, there's ever. Well, actually, I don't think I ever did tell the story of. Uh, I actually bought a game from a GameStop once, an N64 game that was broken. It, it managed. I bought Knockout Kings 2000. Yeah, it was. Uh, somehow it was broken, 
And I was astounded because I didn't think those games could break. Like, yeah. ever. Oh, they can break. It's yeah. just rare that they do. You have to mutilate them for them to break, but yeah. I remember I freaked out. I think I had just got my 64 and I think I dropped it. And my brother was like, oh my god, you just broke it! Like, you idiot! Your your dad just spent, like, I don't know how much it was on that. And, you know, thinking back at it, I was like, I think, uh, uh, I think now I would freak out. It, like, like what happened to me with the PS3. Uh, you know, it got dropped once on freaking carpet. I think. I don't know if it got dropped on the little part that's tile or, or what happened with it. But it suddenly didn't work. Like the HDMI port, it would go through, but it wouldn't send a signal to the PS3. And my 64, I dropped it on some freaking hard-ass floor. And... Thinking back on it, I was like, "Why was I worried about it? Those things could take a beating and keep going, you know." Yeah, like yeah. Actually, uh, at back when X Play was awesome. Seriously, I want to go watch some old episodes of X Play. That show was fun. Did you ever see it when they uh, tested out the three? What gen was it? It was pretty much PS2, the Xbox, and the GameCube. Like, did you ever see when they did that, dude? That little purple. Oh yeah, box, when they dropped them. They fucking dropped all of them and beat it. They beat it with a sledgehammer, like the GameCube. Didn't the GameCube win? The GameCube, like the fucking like top almost popped off, you know, where you close the disc. Yeah. 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 The lid, they just popped it right back on there and it worked just fine. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that, like, that was with that huge ass Xbox. So that like, I think you could freaking have a bulldozer go over it and it would still work. <laughs> no, it, it lost. It, the little purple lunchbox one. But I think maybe, well, see, I think a lot of people are like, uh, they look at these new systems and are like, oh, that's just cheap Chinese shit. It's not quality. Now, to a certain extent, uh, I believe that is part of the problem, like fucking Microsoft. You're, you use goddamn, like, Play-Doh for the 360, and that made me have to go buy a new one, and that's probably why I'm going to go buy the PS4. Well, that's part of the The other reason is that really the three the PS PlayStation exclusives just kind of are more my thing. But anyways, I mean, yeah. Because when you think about it, like, think about the PS3. Just, like, they get so many JRPGs, and they have a lot of great action games. I'm not a big shooter guy. But anyways, if you think about it, there's so many more moving parts in these things. Like, I mean, think, think about the NES. Like, Jesus. Like, the NES, it wasn't running that much. I mean, even the N64 is not nearly as technical a machine as the 360. And I think maybe that's kind of, uh, maybe the fact there's so many more moving parts in these newer systems makes it to where, uh, it, it, it makes it to where, like, there's so much more that can go wrong. Because if you, one little thing breaks, you're screwed. I mean, I that's kind of just my theory on the whole thing. I don't know how I tangented onto that, but damn it. <laughs> well, I mean, when you think about it, with a cartridge-based console, you really don't have any moving parts. Yeah. yeah. You just plug in the game, and it goes. But with the disc, the disc has to spin up. You have to have something, the laser reading the disc. Mm-hmm. 
if that lens gets messed up on the laser, you can't play the games. Yeah, like if this, you know, that that is true because with the cartridges, yeah, there's not nearly. Ah, crap. Well, apparently. There we go. Are y'all back? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I thought that it was, was weird. <laughs> I was about <laughs> to say, apparently I've lost both the guys and then y'all were right back. Yeah. But anyways, uh, like, did you guys ever uh, accidentally bump the WCW NWO Revenge cartridge? Did you ever do that? Do or what? Bump it? Bump it, like bump into it or rock. You know, no. hit it or something. Like it was really no. funny because, like, the the models would go crazy. Like <laughs> there would be streaks of color that would just like go shooting across the screen everywhere, and the audio would get all muffled and cracking and stuff, and things were going on everywhere. And you mean hit the game while it's in the console? Is that what you're? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's happened. I've done that before. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You, you've seen it. Uh-huh. Like shit, like everywhere. Yeah, it freaks you out. Like, oh my god, I broke it. I broke it. Like, it was, uh, I thought it was just interesting because unlike yeah. with all the other systems, like yeah, it would keep going. Right. Well, the PlayStation would uh, jump the original one if you bumped into it while the disc was going. Mm-hmm. It would just kind of skip around, and sometimes yeah. you would lose your game because of that. Well, and it still doesn't beat the uh, PS2s, basically, from the moment you buy it. It's like basically like a person. The moment you buy it, you know it's going to die because they all have limited lifespans. Yeah, discrete error. Yeah. Yeah, though, you know it's funny. Do you remember the, uh, well, hell, what they originally did with, like, the PlayStation 2 discs? Do you remember those blue discs? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh. I worked at a GameStop as people's... PS2 started dying, and oh, we got to hear about it. I forgot, like, the what did the blue disc do to, did the blue disc did something to the PlayStations, right? Like, made them work harder or something? There were so many rumors about what it, what would happen. The one that I kept hearing and that actually sounded accurate to me was the lens would warp the little plastic lens cap over the laser for reading the disc would warp over time and eventually would stop reading the blue disc because it would only be the blue disc that would stop working on the playstations right so that was what i heard that it was something to do with the plastic lens cap on it whether that's true or not, who knows? I mean, Sony would refuse to admit that there was a problem. Yeah. I remember that. That's actually why I ended up getting an Xbox, because of that particular issue. I remember, I actually had to go find somebody. Uh, it was weird. I, I, this is like before the internet. I completely forgot how I met this guy. But it was like a guy that had been in the military. He only had like one arm. But he was able to fix stuff like that. So he was able to like get me a new laser. And he opened my PS2 up and put the new laser in and it worked fine. But it was weird. It was like I don't remember ever having to do that with a system before. 
until the PS2 came. Then the Xbox came, and the biggest problem with that was you never knew how much memory you had. <laughs> it just always said 999 or however much it was, 5,000 or... Is, so is it, over, is it under 9,000? I don't know, but it seemed like it never ran out of memory. It didn't matter how much crap you <laughs> oh, put in there. About the, the original Xbox? Yeah. Yeah. It was 50,000 plus. Ah, okay. Yeah, mine is 50,000 plus, and it never fucking ran out like any of it. It's probably because the gains were so much smaller than there was no way. And there was no installing either. So yeah. it was like the only things you were going to install was saves and if you put music. music on the console. Yeah. Dude, I had so much music on my original Xbox. You know why? Because I had all my boy band music from like fifth grade. It was great. And see, I never got rid of that. And I still use that Xbox. So when I'm playing like GTA San Andreas, like I've got a little bit of my metal on there. I'll be doing fucking drive-bys, listening to NSYNC. It'll be great. <laughs> and go from NSYNC to like Slayer. <laughs> Great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was all into the into the NSYNC, and you know, Backstreet Boys is okay. It's cool. Do you know the meaning of being lonely? Oh, I was so, just thinking of bye bye bye. Drive by. <laughs> Drive by bye bye. I'm not gonna lie. I went through that period too, because my sister was all into like you know the Britney Spearses and all that. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm guessing I'm supposed to like the guys. I don't, I didn't realize till later that it was, I shouldn't have liked either one. <laughs> yeah. See, I didn't either because I was like fucking eight. See, I'm like a really funny thing about me. Just random trivia. Kind of like, uh, I got into Pokemon a little late, like not like super duper late, but like a few months behind all the other kids. And just, and same thing with Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, <laughs> I was that kid, you know that one kid that always like was behind and then he never let go? That was me. Like I got in like in sync and I was I rode that bus until they it broke. Like until they broke. And then I got in the switch foot of all things. <laughs> switch foot. Oh, it was funny because I went from like boy bands to Lincoln Park, switch foot, got Lincoln Park. Uh Meteor was a really good album, though I feel like it's not as good as our so then I was like, switch foot, and then I'm like, uh, rise against, and then I got in the middle. So there we go. But yeah, I was, I'm that kid that like always shows up late to the party and then gets really obsessed with it and doesn't let go, like Castlevania. <laughs> but that's, uh, Castlevania's okay. That's acceptable. Well, yeah, of course. Especially this time of year, you know. Yeah. I'm dying to play a Castlevania game. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, I've got, uh, I've got plenty <laughs> of things to, uh, to jump on and see, like, I need to get into more horror movies because I've been watching Cinemassacre, like, you know, James Roll, the angry video game nerd, like, every Halloween since, like, 2007, he's done, like, 30 videos about horror, like, each about a different horror movie. And I've been, like, listening to all those while I've been, like, cleaning and doing chores and stuff. So, I'm like, all right, awesome. And it's making me want to go watch more horror movies, but I know what I'm going to do. I'm be like, I'm going to watch these movies and I'm never going to do it. Like, I've got a few. Like, I've got Horror of Dracula sitting around the house. That's awesome. Because, you know, that's like the first Christopher Lee Dracula movie. It's fucking, like, Christopher Lee's man. He's ancient as shit. 
and like a little spy and an actor, and he does metal albums at 93. Pretty fucking cool. Damn. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so did y'all talk about anything else besides the... We I, talked, I think I heard uh, something about Star Citizen. Yeah, Star yeah we Citizen talked about Star with Citizen. With its uh, Guinness World Record now. And we made jokes about how some of that excess money needs to be sent to uh, the Eternal Darkness guys. And then uh, Kevin Smith in Lego Batman 3 as himself. How do you, are you guys, uh, I'm a big Clerks fan, so I'm happy to hear that he now has money to make Clerks 3. Yes. Yeah, I was, my buddy told me about that day. He goes, yeah, he made enough money with cost to where he could just fund Clerks 3. Like, great, because Clerks 1 was awesome. Like, that movie's so much fun, and Clerks 2 was even more fun because it gives you such great quotes as you never go ask them out. Never. <laughs> yeah. And every time somebody goes, yeah, I'm taking that back, I, I immediately we go to the scene from that movie <laughs> yeah, that I can't repeat because it'll get me, like, shot or stabbed with a broken bottle. <laughs> uh, we know which one the curse is. on you. Yeah, uh, 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 or the donkey show. Anyways, so that oh, movie's God. fucking awesome. I can't wait for Clerks three. Like, oh, it's gonna be so good. Like, if they're still doing the whole aging in real time thing, I can dig it. <laughs> yeah. Well, he said that it like Clerks two was him in his twenties. Clerks, or I'm sorry, Clerks was him in his 20s. Clerks 2 was the 30s, and now it's time for the 40s. Sweet. Well, didn't he say he's also going to retire from movies after Clerks 3? Well, he said he was going to retire after a cop out. God, I would have retired after that. Oh, no, I think he said he's done with Clerks after Clerks 3, is what he meant. But yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Well, yeah, because, I mean, if you make a Clerks 4. There's very few like franchises that can survive past the. Well, but Clerks is such a niche thing that. Well, that's okay because we have the other recently announced sequel that's coming out, or that's going to be filmed and is going to be coming out if they can raise the money. Super Troopers Two. Oh, sweet! See, I've been hearing hearing about a Super Troopers Two since high school, which is like. Like six years ago, they officially announced that they have raised some of the money. They're going to finish it off by doing the Kickstarter, and they've already got a distributor lined up for it. They just have to get the last bit of money. You say now? Did I say meow? I look like a cute boy. Do you see me jumping on nibbly bibbly from tree to tree? You see me drinking milk from a saucer. Do you see me eating mice? Well, you stop laughing right now. It's better than the usual impressions he does. So. Yeah. Oh, no, see, I, I, <laughs> oh, speaking speaking of my impersonation. Oh God! We saw the Expendables three over the weekend. That movie was running on more fumes than the quotes. The die Arnold Schwarzenegger made during the movie. He really did. Like he was like get to the chopper, and he he even did like I lied, 
like yeah he, he popped did he do Zombie Back too? No, he didn't do that. But like, have you have you guys seen the movie? I doubt you have. Uh-uh. I I haven't. Yeah, like you know, like the first one that was that was a real fun time. I enjoyed it. The second one was a little different. It had some more character things. The third one was like okay, plot point, plot point, plot point, plot point, plot point. Like, and they bring in these new people who have like no character besides their introduction, really, except for the guy who gets a little bit of character like growth, but not really any at all. It's it, it's not a good movie. Like you, you, you just feel like it was running on fumes. And when I'm a better tactician than the, uh, the than your main villain, you got a problem. Like when, when you have people surrounded on a building that's rigged to blow, you don't send your own troops into that building to stop them. You use your tanks and blow up the rest of the building. Duh. 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 Well, I mean, that is what 80s movie villains would do. <laughs> yeah. True. But I feel, well, I don't know. I guess I'm not looking at it in terms of an 80s action movie, which I probably should. But Did anybody actually load a firearm on screen or reload mm-hmm. said firearm? Uh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> Probably means no. <laughs> well, no. There, there were. I think maybe uh, there was a few RPGs loaded. Okay. Well, do RP- RPGs don't count? Do they? Well, you have to load those. Yeah, yeah. They don't I'm trying to think. Uh, shotguns. Do shotguns count? Well, yeah. do they reload it, or did they just pump the shotgun after each shot? It's pump action. So yeah. Yeah, okay, that does, that's not counted as reloading then. They're not going to nope. reload them. They're fake guns. Well, well not in the you movie. know what I'm talking about. The, yeah, yeah. The revolver yeah, it, that shoots 20 times. Yeah. Yeah, it was not. It was not like that. Like, yeah. And Mel Gibson was like, yeah. Oh, I don't know. It, it, it wasn't a, a very good movie. It didn't have much nostalgia at all, really. In terms of no, like, after the third one, they're just trying to, you know, that's why they made Ronda Rousey such a big deal in the commercials because it was more about. I think once you get to the third one, they're trying to appeal to new people. Yeah, and see, the thing is, like, she, like, out of, like out of the new people they brought in, she's the only one who was like, "Oh, I know who she is." Oh, and Antonio Banderas. But he was coming. This is the greatest time of my life. <laughs> Yeah, he. I mean, he was. He was kind. Of, he was funny, but like it was, like the new people they brought in, they they weren't very impressive. And the reason he got rid of the old people made sense, but it was still stupid. He didn't want them getting killed, but like, <laughs> you know well, they're gonna come back. You know, it's not always gonna be a winner. You know. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I knew the reviews were not good. I knew that it bombed at the box office because it, uh, it was released two weeks early on DVD quality on the internet. And yeah. those people, the reviews were like, oh, God. Well, speaking of that, we're going to go on a little movie diversion here for a second. Not that we haven't already. But uh, for one, uh, a movie that Jeremy gave a 9.5 on 401, Gone Girl, was the winner at the box office by only 0.8 million over Annabelle. 
That's pretty close. Uh, Gone Girl got 38 million, and Annabelle got 37.2. And then Left Behind got all the way down at number six to seven million. So there you go, Nicolas Cage. You can't make a movie about that involves God either. That doesn't work for you. Left Behind based off those games. No, well, it's they were originally books before they were the games. Yeah, you know, and those uh, movies that there was like two like yeah, basically Christian-made movies. Yeah. God, like I was at me and my buddies went to Walmart. Which, by the way, when you're with your best friends, don't go to Walmart with them because they grab things and put them in your cart, and then oh, they yeah. hide them because they think they're being cute. Like they put fucking Left Behind Three, the Antichrist, in there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, they also put a fucking PS3 game under a bag, of, giant bag of cat food I had in the, tr- in the cart, and didn't tell me until I got up to the register. Ooh, that yeah, would not well, have been cute if y'all got, you know, put into the uh, the, lo- the, the loss prevention office. I've been in one of those. It sucks. Uh, I've been in the LP office too. My man needed to meet the LP person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that was, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that was like, what the fuck, Josh? Why didn't you fucking tell me? He goes, yeah, I was just going to let you run through. I'm like, you're an asshole. What a kick. What? So y'all, he was going to let you, like, yeah. go all the way through, and then before you got out the door, hey, there's this PS3 game. Yeah, and it was something stupid, too. It was a horror. It was like some, like, fucking shovelware game. Ugh. <sighs> Damn, at least make it a good game if you're gonna, you know, take something. I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, that's my friends, right? There. That's what we do. <laughs> like, I remember right, one, once I was with with the guys at Walmart, and my friend Nick started putting, taking things, putting it in the car, and then putting it in a freezer later. Oh, like he picked up a cane and just put it in the car, and then I kept going. Then later, he picked up the cane and put it in the freezer. I'm like Nick, what are you doing? He goes, I don't know. I'm just having some fun. I'm like, all right. You do that. I remember at Kroger, we had to start locking those because people would start putting food in there. They'd start putting other things in there. We would open it at night, and there'd be so many terrible things in the ice that we didn't need to be in there. <laughs> We'd have to throw away half the ice. No, yeah, oh no, we didn't mess with the ice. He just put it in like the fucking frozen food with like the ice cream. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most of those ice things are locked because people go in there and like oh i'm gonna steal some ice oh yeah uh yeah but that, that's what we that's what we do that and we have sword fights in the uh in the toy aisle well, that's normal yeah. i mean yeah I, I go to the toy aisle all the time just because i'm like oh boy what, what american japanese children's toys do they have <laughs> which by uh, the way i have uh, not gotten the gundam models yet but i'm really excited well, you gotta let us know when you get them. I will. I will probably build them and then regret buying them because I will have to build them. Okay. Well, I did say we're gonna go on a little movie diversion here. Uh, probably the biggest non, like probably the biggest entertainment news of the week, I guess. Besides more naked pictures of chicks and Nick Hogan. Uh, oh no. Yeah, what? and you know what the sad part was, Nick. 
Hogan had pictures of his mom in a thong. It was gross. Yeah, yeah, I read that on four and one because I was like, oh, Nick Hogan nude photo. I I clicked on it just to read the comments because I was curious. It was like, why did he have pictures of his mom in a thong? I'm like, why would you keep those? Like, I would immediately delete them if my mom was doing that to be funny. Like, why would you? If oh. Maybe like he it was accidentally Hulk's phone and like maybe he just got it. I don't fucking know. Well that's creepy as shit. That is creepy. And anyway. Ugh. Uh Netflix has announced that they are they have signed their first original movie. It's it's the Crouch and Tiger Hidden Dragon Two. And it's going to it's gonna be the first of several movies. Uh it's gonna be it's going to show up August 28th of 2015 on Netflix the same day it shows up in theaters. And that's also going to be in IMAX. So, And then they also went a step further and signed Adam Sandler for a four-movie deal that's only going to be on Netflix. Because oh Adam Sandler apparently has some of the most viewed movies on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, of all the other Of all the movies that are on there... Most of Adam Sandler's movies get viewed more than anything else. And, I mean, they're always profitable. Yeah, and they're always profitable. He's made uh, $3 billion in box office. And, like, you know, Blended, which was his last movie, only cost $40 million and it made $140 million. So, you know, and he says, apparently they say that since all the movies are going, you know, where they're getting viewed more internationally than they are domestically... On Netflix, that shows as well that all of Adam Sandler's movies are being viewed more internationally as well. So, um, the kicker to this, too, is that this is going to begin what Netflix plans is creating 10 to 14 original movies a year. So, do you guys think this is going to work? Like, Netflix having their own movies... And then people not wanting to go to the theater, but just... And we already have this problem, right? It's basically exacerbating the problem of people just wait till they become available online and watch them that way. It's just a way to, like, get those... Kind of like, you know, WWE tries to do with getting people not to stream their pay-per-views. It's just a way to get people to be like, okay, I have Netflix. Or, I need another reason to get Netflix. Oh, now there's movies on there that they make... Maybe I should get it now. Like, do you think this is going to work? God, no. This isn't going to be like House of Cards. <laughs> to where, where I'm sure there were people that said House of Cards. Okay. And then they watched well, I mean, it and they were like, okay, awesome. I mean, to Whoa. take it in another direction, how many people have said there was no way people would rather sit at home and watch a sporting event as opposed to actually go to the arena to watch it. I mean, That's attendance figures are down everywhere for like pro sports. It's because people can see it just as well at home as they could in person. Or, granted, you won't have it on the big screen at your house, but you also aren't going to be paying out the ass for <laughs> the tickets and concessions and everything else yeah. watching it at home That's I think it, if it if they have just decent quality movies 
you're going to see Netflix start eating into the profits. Same way that everybody was saying if they had decent quality original programming, you'd see people start to just watching stuff on Netflix as opposed to it always having to be on a network. It's just going to be an extra option for people who want to make movies or want to make TV shows but don't want to deal with the networks. Yeah. That's true. See, see, I was kind of going under the impression that nobody wants to see an Adam Sandler movie, but, and no offense, anybody listening, most people are dumbass. Hey. They I like Adam Sandler, Sandler, but... I'm talking like modern Adam Sandler. Well, I'm a big fan of Drew Barrymore, too, so that movie kind of makes me want to watch it. Well, but I'll wait until it it's point. on DVD. Or, well, it's already on DVD, but whatever. I'll wait. I mean, Robert, look at it this way. If you're looking for something to watch on Netflix, you see an Adam Sandler movie, and it's free. No. Why wouldn't you watch it? I mean, you know it's going to be at least good. You know? No, I don't. I, I, I don't trust Adam Sandler's comedy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I, I don't. Like, I've heard funny people was good because he's actually doing, like, serious stuff, which, or semi-serious at least. Mm. I heard that movie worked out, and I can totally see that. Grown-ups, like, like these really, like, half-baked, kind of lame, like, PG comedies he's been doing for, like, the past few years really soured me on the guy. Like, I don't know, like, maybe I'd watch it for the fact that it's shitty, but probably not, because the thing about Netflix is, is that they have like a fucking like endless supply of random shit like rubber. You ever seen rubber? No. It's about like a rubber tire that moves on its own. It's really <laughs> shit. And it like kills and it like kills people. Like some guys controlling. Oh it. yeah. Okay. I've, okay. I've hearing about this. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard it's absolutely awful. So, I mean, you have stuff like that. You've got all your sci-fi movies and all this and that and the other thing. I honestly think, like, yeah, if I were Adam Sandler, I'd jump on this shit quick. That's great money for me if I were Adam Sandler. It's not great money for me, Robert Cooper, asshole on the internet. But, but, you know, I I feel like maybe you are right. Like, yeah, like people want to see Adam Sandler. They're going to watch his movies on Netflix for ten, you know, nine ninety nine a month or whatever. Oh wait, no, that's WWE Network. Seven ninety nine, but close enough. I don't know. Or, I don't have. Or well, what isn't it nine ninety nine now with uh? It might, it's either eight or nine ninety nine now with the price increase that they did. Yeah, nine nine a month. Oh, God, they drove that joke into the ground like the Hindenburg. I mean, but I any- don't know. If Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon 2 is going to... Wasn't that like... God, I remember being in high school when that first thing yeah, came out. Yeah, it came out a while ago, but... Uh, sure that it's still I mean, getting viewed regularly, so... I mean, I, I like the first one a lot. I'm just... Well, yeah, I mean, that... 2000, so. That I can maybe see like working out decently. But like, do you think but, that's gonna make people not go to the theater and go? Oh, I can watch it on Netflix. Like, 
why go to the theater? If you release it on Netflix and the theater at the same time, oh, duh. Like, why would I go to the theater and see it? Yeah, you can pay 10 bucks and have Netflix for a month instead of pay 10 bucks to see one movie. And you still got to go buy popcorn or whatever. That's and true. You, or you be like and you have to deal man. with the uh, idiots at the theater. Yeah, the people that want to be texting on their phone while the theater, you know, the movie's on, people that want to talk while the movie's on, you know, all that stuff. That bring their kids to movies they shouldn't bring them to. You know. Oh God! Like when yeah. people bring their four-year-old to Evil Dead. Oh God! Uh, don't even get me started on that. That's just like that's horrifying. The people that go to freaking Batman and bring their newborns and think they're not going to get scared or cry or something like. Oh, that always happens. Like, give me a break, people. And like, you can hear the dad getting mad. Like, you better take that kid out there. Like. I'm like, that's, like, unnecessary. It's, you know, it's your fault, too. You're the stupid one that didn't want to hire a babysitter. Like, you know? Yeah, I hate those parents so much. Because there's always, like, one of them in every movie. Like, one couple. Or if you're like that time I went and saw Battle L.A., it was two couples. Mm. I brought their like, fucking newborns. Uh... They were the Hispanic couple before. It always seems to be the Hispanic couples around here. No well, fucking that. I'm just saying around here it does. Like, I don't know if that's a thing. That's weird because they usually, you know, just speaking from experience of being a Latino person, <laughs> usually you have a lot of family members. So you right. should have people that you can leave your kids with, you know. Um, yeah, that is kind of true. That's odd. Yeah, like I think at one of the movies, there was a white woman with her baby, and that baby, she got it to calm down and be quiet. It was good, the whole movie. Oh, last thing. What do you think about The Rock being in a Baywatch movie? <laughs> I mean, it's a laughable idea. <laughs> when I think of Baywatch, now Can I'm going to think of The Rock. Can we say paycheck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh God, watch it be like turned into another series or something because they can't think of original things anymore. God, they need to like they need to make like revitalize Baywatch and try to replace The Rock with somebody else. Like I don't know, like who's a good substitute Rock these days? Uh, I don't know. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. <laughs> That's actually pretty good because he really is like technically like replacement rock, except he's got like barely a hair follicle of the charisma in terms of mic skills. Oh, he doesn't have the mic skills, but he has the everything well, he else has, of the rock, sort of. Well, I, like, I don't know. The rock's got more of a moveset, which I know somebody's like, her movesets don't like everything. But I'm like, yeah, you're right. But. Well, but he has. Tons of time to come up with a move set. I, I don't know. I feel like they, they have replacement like, rock and replacement stone cold. That's all they need. No, they have replacement Brian Pillman. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, Brian Pillman from Aston Peas. <laughs> well, well, so, well, so to get completely off topic, is Stone Cold <laughs> going to come back for one more match? See, he so. says he's getting ready for one. I really don't want it. I, I'm afraid he's going to kill himself. 
I don't think he will. I think if he thought he was going to kill himself, he wouldn't do it. Well, that's I true. I'm I mean, worried about Undertaker killing himself. That's true. He does look very feeble nowadays. But uh, I don't know. Well, see, with Reigns, the thing is, he's already up at that level. He's already like there. Like he's not in developmental where he gets to kind of sharpen his character and work, try out new moves. Like, yeah, maybe there's house shows. Yeah, but yeah. I kind of feel like he's already here and. At, at that main event level, it's really hard to try to do new things nowadays. <laughs> yeah. So, apparently a former game director and writer of Call of Duty Black Ops 2 thinks the government can learn something from video game marketing. You know, he says that, you know, when, when gaming has a new product... Uh, they know that there's things that maybe they won't like about the game or whatever. So what do they do? They market it. And they market it so that whether people like it or not, they're going to get brainwashed into liking it. So basically that's what the government needs to do. They need to market it in a way that we get brainwashed into liking whatever it is. And he gives an example of what if we put military at schools so that there's no way that we can be attacked by anything because there's always military there. And somehow he relates to the problems with the government is the problem Call of Duty has. They're both on the top of their game. but And they have enemies that are trying to take us down. But uh, you got to know how to react to it. So really, is it all about marketing with the government? Like, is that their problem? Well, we, get, we, I mean, all, we need all to get it brainwashed into what they're what they're doing. I mean, you could always look at some. You could pick one thing out and say, if this was marketed differently, it probably would have worked, or people wouldn't hate it as much. But I mean, then there's other stuff that's just if Call of Duty was a broken game, <laughs> it didn't work. The controls didn't work. It would not be successful. You have to have something at the base there to build off of. Right. I think that's funny that no people, it doesn't work that way with the government because, well, even though they're doing it with the Ebola thing, but you know. Well, you see, here's the difference between the gaming industry and the government. See, the gaming industry rarely, uh, it's not nearly as bad as politics. <laughs> See, gaming, the gaming industry as a whole, while it does sniff at each, they do sniff at each other sometimes, typically it's, uh, it, it's, it's an atmosphere where if somebody succeeds, you at least, like, you, you, you at least kind of cheer for them a little bit. Well, it's not the gaming industry, it's the fans that sniff at each other or sniff at the games, but the yeah. gaming industry as a whole likes each other usually, unless you're talking about... <laughs> It's, it's like, well, well no, yeah, because they even yeah. complimented each other on sales. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it's still like, well, yeah. Sometimes they will, they will sniff each other, but at the same time, it's still a very positive, and they want to focus on become being the best, you know, people they could be in terms of representing the games that they make, you know, and all this other stuff. 
and they're not nearly as focused on just being number one. They want to focus on being the best that they can be, giving the, the, the people the best quality games that they can give because they feel like it's worth it. Politics, new, 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 new. The political climate right now to me is they're not, they're focused on winning. Like, I, I don't care if it's the shittiest, like, fucking, like, football game you've ever seen. We're going to win with a safety. <laughs> it's going to be 2 nothing. Like, yeah, it's, no, like, they, because the gaming, gaming and politics are two totally different things. Like, yeah. Like the Call of Duty, like Call of Duty marketing or like Halo marketing, will not work for a candidate or the government in general. Because you know what's going to happen if just let's just say the president, just the regular old government relates to something, somebody else in that in that government's going to call somebody else for something doing this and try and sabotage things. You don't see that usually in the gaming industry. That's why it's never going to work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a nice idea. It, it's good that they're looking towards things that have worked for other people, but it's kind of not the same climate. Climate, like, yeah, like maybe if the government started looking at old Attitude Era promos with like WCW <laughs> and WWF, or not, because uh... like. Maybe what if, like, fucking, I don't know, like, Boehner and what's Didn't, his face? Uh, oh, God, what's ba- his like, face? Uh, Howard Dean or whatever basically cut a promo on yeah. somebody and it screwed him over? Oh, that one was that was the best thing ever. Yeah, uh, we're going to take back the White House. Well, you know, like, fucking, like, get a tank, throw, like, Boehner and McConnell and, like, I don't know, throw in Dick Cheney something. Like, put them all on a and, and you drive up to like whatever like the Democratic National Convention is going to be like we're taking over but like and do shit like that and have like at the fucking like Republican National Convention like I don't fucking know like Hillary Clinton shows up and they're like oh my god Hillary Clinton's here take that camera off her she's not signed here like you know like the only problem with stuff like that is would you really trust them not to screw it up at some point? Oh, it would just be such a so corny. It just, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I'm being totally facetious right now, but it's absolutely enjoyable for me. Somehow they would get WWE writers to screw it up. No, no, they would not get WWE writers. Not only that, they would get modern WWE writers. No, they would just get Vince to do it and somehow... It would have somebody vomiting. Oh, and an incest angle, and yeah. uh, Santino would show up with the Cobra. Oh no, Barack Obama couldn't get anything done in office, so we got his mama to be his manager. <laughs> right? <laughs> like they're gonna, so show, they're gonna pull the yes. show mom angle, and like any time, like one of the other politicians, like uh, does an attack ad, like fucking Mama Obama. Oh, Mama Obama. Yeah. She and comes Jesse and Jackson's going to be there high-fiving the bunny. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, dude, like, I'm telling you, like, right now, like, if we just made the political climate professional wrestling, bam. Right there. Like, it'd be best, Okay. We've best gone best way, <laughs> way off. Yes. Uh, 
and the Green Party can be ECW. No, the Libertarians will be ECW. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Nintendo revealed that the three or three of the secret Smash Brothers fighters are going to be Ness, Falco, and uh, Wario. Uh, they're going to be in the 3DS version and they will be in the Wii U version when that comes out on November 21st, apparently. It's been leaked. Like everything else gets leaked. See, I didn't uh, know that Smash Brothers came out this week. I forgot about my, that too, yeah. Yeah, and one of my friends, uh, actually one of the guys that I, I really, I love this podcast. I don't plug it. But uh, he's like, hey, anybody you got, a, got Smash? Want to play it? I'm like, wait, Smash is out? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, well, I'll probably buy it like a fucking, like, like when it get, comes out and it's Black Friday and the game's like half off. <laughs> but, yeah, like, they, uh, that's probably you had a get bunch it. of kids come into Kmart today ask them where the Skylanders were. I was like, uh, this is not the best place to come if you want new release games that have toys. They're going to be like a week late. Yeah. So, I was like, go to yeah. Toys R Us or, or Walmart down the street. Yeah. Though, though, do y'all have Venom at your store? Because I haven't seen Venom at any store. Yeah, we have Venom. That's only because, like I said, we live... Where I live, it's like a rural part. Or it's not a rural part. It's it's Homestead. But it's like, you know, not the most affluent people go to that Kmart. So, like, they're there because most of the people that go to that Kmart don't have a bunch of money that they're just going to want to spend, you know, on this game and on all the figures and stuff. It takes a while for that stuff to sell. Uh, like, the PS4s and the Xbox Ones go out quick because we have the layaway. And the lease and go, whatever. But, like, the smaller stuff stays there longer. Um, that's there. I think they have all the characters there right now. I haven't seen a lot of it, so... Um, but, yeah, that, that Venom character is going crazy right now. It's I've gone into a few GameStops not looking for it, and they tell me, uh, if you're looking for the Venom's uh, Disney characters, we don't have it. I'm like, okay. Uh, let's fine. see. Let, let, let's do this thing. Let's see. What's it called? Disney Infinity. Okay, I'm eBaying this shit. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Yeah. Well, well, well he does that. Uh, well, I could, just so I can see how much it is, because like if it's okay right now, it's only it's only going for like fourteen fifty. That's well, that's bad. what they cost. Yeah, I mean it's running the normal cost. Okay. I thought like everybody was scalping this shit. Like it was like away no what you'll usually get is people like putting them all in bundles for a certain price or whatever yeah uh, buying them all cool. up and then bundling together to get some of the money back oh wow do you know there was an anti-venom one no yeah but, I think it's custom yeah that's probably custom yeah it was custom. uh so there's some guys that were hacking Microsoft and Epic and Valve and the US Army even and then they got uh, they acquired a hundred million dollars worth of intellectual property and they have been indicted by the federal grand jury in Delaware 
You're not going to find many intelligent things hacking the military. (laughs) 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 They allegedly stole Xbox One and Xbox Live intellectual property and proprietary data. Uh, They also uh, illegally obtained Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, Gears of War 3, the U.S. Army Apache software, and yeah... It was worth a hundred to two hundred million dollars, apparently. Uh, and the U.S. has apparently seized six hundred twenty thousand dollars in cash. They're being charged with conspiracy to commit computer fraud, copyright infringement, identity theft, wire fraud, theft of trade secrets, and mail fraud. And aggravated identity theft, wire fraud, and unauthorized computer access. Yeah. So, they're facing up to five years in prison, apparently. There's also an Australian guy that did this. Who's also supposedly the guy that got that Xbox One dev kit that he was showcasing around on the internet for some stupid reason. Like, if you had an Xbox One dev kit, why the hell are you telling people about it? Because in general, hackers like to brag. Oh, just idiots. (laughs) I just, ugh. So do we feel bad for these guys, or just are they getting what they deserve, pretty much? Well, if they had $600,000 that were seized, it's not like this is a bunch of people in their garage doing this. I mean, this is obviously a well-thought-out, well-funded group. If you have the money to buy this, buy the games at least, why the hell do you just, I don't get it, just doing it because you can, it's stupid. It's like the people that, and this always drives me crazy, it's like the people that have to cheat on games like Team Fortress, which is free, and then they go around bragging about how great they are. (laughs) Because they downloaded a patch, so they're great. Wow. I mean, it's hilarious to go on there and watch people obviously cheating, try to talk about how great they are at everything, deny yeah, cheating. Exactly. Though, when you call them out on it, they're like, oh, you freaking noob. You just don't yeah. do anything. Like, they get all indignant and like angry. Yeah. And they throw poop at you, you know. <laughs> and then they admit to it later because they want people to think that they're really good or that they're talented because they can hack the game when really all they're doing is downloading a patch. Right. Uh, Once again, Ubisoft, or Ubisoft's joining Nintendo in the whole, we're going to use Australia and New Zealand as our guinea pigs. They released a new Assassin's Creed game called Assassin's Creed Identity for mobile and tablet. And it won't release until 2015 in the U.S. and other places. What the hell, guys? Oh, like, is the U.S. Uh, just not important anymore? We just, we just got to yeah. do it all in Australia now. Sportina, uh, you better get four one on a review. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do the review, and we'll do like tons of international like clicks. <laughs> we've got something going else, but anyways. 
I, I think maybe it's because Australia and New Zealand is like almost like a sample size America. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't really know jack shit about either country. Except Power Rangers filmed in New Zealand. And they can't, sh- and they don't show Power Rangers in New Zealand. Ironic. But anyways. <laughs> Uh, like, yeah, I think maybe it's just because it's like maybe a sample size thing. Like, uh, yeah, like, okay, we release it here and we look at how the results are here. We can transfer that idea to Merca and we can see how it would do in Merca. Is that the thinking? <laughs> I mean, it almost seems like they're like, what. Well, Robert's saying they're just trying to test it, make sure that there's nothing seriously wrong with it, and then roll it out with all the patches and tweets to America later. <laughs> it's it's their uh oh shit! I almost had, I had a joke and I couldn't remember it. Uh, I want to say it's almost like they're the beta testers. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Yeah, really. Uh. Well, speaking of tweaks and extras, and this isn't the first time they've talked about this, but it's been brought up again, so might as well bring it up here. The Witcher 3 people who have been very vocal about that they don't like DRM or DLC, uh, they feel like DLC is small content. It's like one thousandth of a whole game. Why should I charge you for that? I should give it to you for free. Uh, you know, they understand that so for some people that's not the case, but, <clears throat> you know, we, uh, we love making games, why are we going to charge you extra for a game we already made you pay for? Uh, apparently, you know, even though some people are mad that Witcher 3 is not getting DLC, it is 35 times bigger than the previous two games. 35? Yeah. Fuck. Is it going to be like... 200 gigs in size? I don't know. But apparently it'll take you 50 hours just to get through the main story and then 50 hours just to get through the side quest. So, it's a pretty big game. Uh, They are also making Cyberpunk 2077, even though that hasn't been announced for being for uh, current-gen consoles yet or not, just for PC. So how do you? Where do you guys stand on this whole? I, I mean, I wish more people thought like The Witcher Three guys and didn't want to use DLC as a way to monetize gaming. But uh, I, I mean, I'm starting to get this belief that what if people are really taking out parts of the game and going, "Let's just make this DLC later," like, or they're like really Capcom saying. We're going to make this DLC, but we're going to put it on the disc. On this DLC, the biggest load of bullshit. Yeah. Well, I mean, but wouldn't it just be like how you unlock something, but you're paying to unlock it instead of unlocking it? I don't... But how do we know that not all DLC is on disc? People just haven't hacked it yet to, to know. Well, part of the way you can tell is by the download size. If you're downloading something that's supposed to add a bunch of content 
and it's a extremely small file size it's already on the disk ah but uh i mean i have no problem with dlc if it's something either if it's something optional that you don't have to have to something that doesn't completely change the gameplay if it's optional fine if you want to charge people for it if you want to tell a side story like something that you weren't going to put in the main game but you have the deal you have a outline for it like on a Dragon Age game or on a Grand Theft Auto game fine put it out but don't make it essential to the game itself do you think that people rely too much on DLC now it's like yep yeah I think companies rely on it to make a profit and they just it's going to get to a point where one company gets way too greedy and ruins it for all other companies by doing what either by having an insane amount of content on the disc that they charge extra to unlock and I I mean further than what Capcom has done or by saying you have to pay money to finish this game you bought you see the game, that happening? now you have to pay more. Oh, I hope it never gets like that, but I have to agree with you. It's, I'm getting scared it's going to get like that. They're going to be so desperate to find different ways to make money for the game that, hey, if you want to, you can spend, especially like an RPG or something, you can spend like... Microtransaction. Hundreds of more hours trying to level up to try to beat the boss, or you can pay ten bucks to immediately get to that level. It's like, I mean, doing pay, something pay like that. Dollar, pay a dollar to level up, <laughs> or, or wait two hours. I mean, something like that doesn't really bother me because it's you can still do it without having to pay money. I'm saying if there is something like the last boss is locked behind a paywall. You have to pay money to fight this last boss and see what happens oh, with the story. I just can't ever think somebody going, okay, I can support that. Like, I just cannot see how even casuals won't throw their fist up in the air and go, hell no. Like, I just, I can see it happening, but I can also see the big ass backlash that's going to happen if that ever does happen. Oh, I'm not saying there won't be a backlash, but it'll happen, and then you have people reconsidering the whole thing with DLC. Yeah. Oof. Those will be dark days, my friends. Dark days. Yep. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm just waiting for my uh, JRPG microtransaction. Like, page. Oh, you know that's going to happen. Pay 25 cents to count cast Fira. <laughs> Eight cents to attack. Like, fucking, like, alright, pay five dollars if you want to beat this boss. Without grinding. <laughs> now, see, what they need to do is do some weird, crazy stuff with DLC. Like, Lego Star Wars, the prequel game that Robert was talking about. Hey, for five dollars, you can shoot. You can unlock the patch that'll let you shoot Jar Jar. <laughs> the, the torture Jar Jar. 
Yeah. I mean, Dude, I'm on fucking board with it. Yeah. Think about how many people would pay for that type of DLC. An annoying character in Final Fantasy that you're tired of seeing, but you can't let die because it's a main yeah, character. Kill Kate Sith or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think like, about it. Uh, that would be completely optional, but people would buy that like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, dude. It's, it's kind of cruel, but I could so see somebody doing a Kill the Chocobos game, kind of like Duck Hunter or Duck Hunt. Oh, yeah. Kind of like uh, Raging Choke Dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, was it, did we talk about that on here? That somebody used the Duck Hunt dog as the. for something? I forgot what it was, but. They used it for some kind of political thing or something. I don't, I don't know what it was. I vaguely <laughs> remember something about some conversation about Duck Hunt. That's great. We'll for that. Okay, I'll take it. Uh, oh, PlayStation Plus, because Sony doesn't need any more bad press, apparently. It's going to go up in certain regions. If you live in South Africa, the Ukraine... Russia, Turkey, or India. Uh, say uh, it, it's going to go up in your country because of price adjustments and whatnot. They are promising that nothing's going to happen in North America or the UK, but yet, yet. Uh, the bad thing is that apparently people were not given a lot of notice. Like in South Africa, they were only given twenty-four hours. For uh, to where a the cost of a three month subscription jumped fifty one percent from twelve eighty eight to almost twenty dollars, and a year long subscription went from forty three forty five to sixty six fifty five. So this is in dollars, by the way, that I'm yeah. saying that in. So. And I don't know if I'm going to... I could see that all going up eventually, but dang. You know, when we get up to the 70 or $80 a year range for using the online stuff... Do they accept the traveler's check? <laughs> I remember my grandma used to pay in those. <laughs> I used to do it. Because uh, that was a joke I just had to make. What the fuck? Did I say traveler? What? Traveler's diarrhea? What? Well, I feel bad for the people in these countries. Google, what in the fuck? Speaking of oh. PlayStation Plus, they revealed the PlayStation Plus stuff for October. I swear Batman Arkham Asylum was already on PlayStation Plus like a year ago. But apparently, if you didn't get it a year ago, you can get it again this month. And damn it, I bought it for five dollars on Xbox 360. So what game was it? Arkham. They released Arkham City for free two months ago. Now you can get Arkham Asylum. I thought oh. they would release Arkham Origins, but <laughs> I guess I'm not. Play that. Like I, I, every time I go back and play Arkham Origins, I get bored. <laughs> And the other game for PS3 is Dungeons and Dragons Chronicles of Mystera. 
for PS4, this is the month you can get Drive Club for free. Uh, you can get 11 tracks and 10 cars unlocked. Uh, you can also get Dust and Elysian Till and Spelunky. Those are two really good games. I would recommend getting the Dust and Elysian Tail or Spelunky if you have a PS4. They should have Dusty Roads and Elysian Tail. He's got a bicycle. If you will. <laughs> God, I think Goldust and Stardust show up somewhere. I'm scared the crap out of you. That's the stupidest fucking pun, I love it. You can also get the new Pix the Cat and Rainbow Moon for PS Vita. Rainbow Moon is really good, but it's a grind fest. So, you've been warned. <clears throat> if you don't have The Walking Dead yet, and you have a PS4 and Xbox One, you're going to be getting those uh, sometime this month. Uh, season 1 hits on October 14th, and Season 2 comes on the 21st. Uh, you'll also get the second season on disc, the disc version, uh on the 21st as well, if you're always waiting for the disc version. And in Europe, they're just going to release a bundle of both, both seasons on the 24th. Uh, so there you go. Walking Dead just going to more places. That's good for them. PlayStation Home, you know, got, you know that that was an actual success, apparently? Uh, the uh, CEO of End Dream said that at some point, they were making seven-figure revenues on Home. And that in 2001, they had 19 million users for home. So. <laughs> yeah, but was that people that just signed up and never went back? or That's what active? I'm thinking, too. Because I went into home one time and I'm like, what the hell is this? I'm walking around talking to people? Like, why? Yeah, and that revenue could have been some type of ad revenue or something else. I think they're just trying to spin it right now. You think it's fishy, Robert? Of course. <laughs> cool. fishy. Everything's fishy. Right? Uh, so this is something that caught my attention. I'm hoping it's real, but I'm not going to hold my breath because it's Blizzard. Uh, apparently, there's. I haven't seen it, but maybe it happened as soon as the update happened. Uh, there's a new update to Battle.net that apparently shows the old Warcraft RTS titles. Um, it's supposed to also help it to where... I'm guessing 1 and 2 because 3 works fine for me on my computer. I don't, I don't know what the deal is. But there's supposedly a report that happened that at some point, Blizzard promised that they were going to make Warcraft 3 work with modern PCs. And so all this big old update made people start thinking that possibly we could see a bundle of 1, 2, and 3 be made into HD versions and remade for the PC. Especially because 1 and 2 originally were for DOS. And then they made a Battle.net version for the PC later. I haven't even finished playing 2 and I played a little bit of 3 but those RTSs are pretty awesome would you guys want to buy an HD bundle of Warcraft 1 through 3 sure. oh go ahead I was going to say sure that'd be cool 
like a sixty dollar battle chest or something. I wasn't really a big fan of three. I liked one and two better, but so it's yeah. a possibility. I mean, you can't exactly buy the Warcraft three battle chest in stores anymore. Like, yeah, I had to buy mine off eBay. Yeah, so I mean, it'd be cool just to see those games again. You know, HD remasters are all the rage now, so why not? Yeah, make like update the UI and stuff. I mean, I mean, why not? I'm sure it'll make money for Blizzard. I mean, if you're going to cancel this MMO and save you, well, apparently it costs you money to save you money, but why not use it for something, I guess? Uh, oh, here's something for you, Robert. So they've released, so far they've released three Mega Evolutions that are going to be in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Uh, those are going to be I have no idea who some of these are. Gallade, oh. Sharpedo, awesome. and Camrupt. And wow. now Rayquaza is going to have his own Mega Evolution. Oh, no shit. Uh, awesome. Mega Rayquaza is going to have a Delta Stream ability that's going to basically knock out Rain Dance, Sunny Day, Sandstorm, Hail. Uh, and then stuff like Drizzle, drought, sandstream, and snow warning. I'm not even going to activate. Hmm. So, interesting. You like, and you can get a punkaboo, whatever the frick that is, a supersized punkaboo for Pokemon XY as a giveaway this month. If you, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> really interesting. That's yeah. Cool. I, I've never, I haven't even gotten to mess with the Mega Evolutions yet, so. You see, I, I stopped playing Pearl because I managed to, uh, I managed to grind myself to the point of not wanting to play the game. Well, How do you do that? That's the whole point of Pokemon. It's grinding. I, I, I grinded for a month's straight. Oh lord. Did uh, not do that. And that, when I go back and play it. Again, I'm going to try and catch everything, but <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to try and get it all to level 20. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't do that either. That, that was a dumb idea. I think Randall would get tired of that much grinding. Uh, I think this is the last one I have on here. Uh, Hulk Hogan is going to show up in Crazy Taxi City Rush. Not the actual Hulk Hogan. They're going to make a Digital Hulk Hogan. Uh, there's gonna be Hulk Hogan's gonna have his voice in the game. Uh, you're gonna be able to wear Hulk Hogan attire, and an additional gameplay content will also unlock where you can have Hulk as the driver. Uh, yeah, brothers, you ever wanted Hulk to drive your taxi? There you go. I'll take Nick over. Uh, I'll take. Hulk over. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, so you could die. Yeah, I was actually gonna say uh, I was gonna take Hulk over Nick, but no, I think Nick will be okay. Sure. Like you know, what's he got to lose? Everybody's already seen his naked pictures. <laughs> well, you could have seen Hulk do in uh, Wrecking Ball. So, <laughs> you know. 
that makes me think, uh, is there a celebrity or an athlete that they could put into a game that would make you want to go, okay, I want to buy that? Like, let's say they put that into your favorite game or something. Does that make you want to buy that DLC? If I get to kill Jar Jar with Hogan. <laughs> Drop the leg on Jar Jar. Like, fucking Jar Jar's like, oh no, no, don't kill me. Don't kill me. No, I don't, I don't know how fucking Jar Jar would say it. He'd be like, let me tell you something, Jar Jar. All the Star Wars maniacs been wanting the Hulkster to drop the leg on the Jar Jar. And you would look at me and go, no, Mr. Hogan, don't drop the leg on me. And then I'll hit you with the big boot and drop the leg and I'll win the hearts of all the little Star Wars maniacs, brother. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. <laughs> uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, Daniel, do you have a? Uh, in general, no. Okay. Like, uh, do Jar Jar would sell like Shawn Michaels against Hulk Hogan? <laughs> I'd pay to see that. I would. It'd be the last time I'd pay to see Jar Jar. That's for sure. <laughs> you wouldn't have to see him anymore. Hogan would kill him. He'd bury him. You can have Triple H burying him later. Dude, oh, yeah. Like, get the fucking burial crew together. Like, <laughs> fucking get Triple H with his shovel. And then we can get, like, Undertaker. Because his gimmick is that he buries people. And then we can get Duke the Dumpster Drossy to steal all this stuff. And Repo Man would throw him <laughs> out in the garbage. <laughs> yeah. And then the goon can try and make sure... Nobody comes and tries to interrupt the burial. <laughs> Why did I just bring up the goon? I really don't know. <laughs> we were talking about terrible 90s gimmicks. I was going to say that Nails could join him in jail, but he's still there. Yeah, that, that's true. Him and uh, Ken Patera. Oh, God. <laughs> we're trying to steal food out of the McDonald's. All right, and with that, we should get to those plugs. Daniel? Uh, Games Factor Fiction goes live every Thursday. That's pretty much all I do other than helping out here and there with other people. <laughs> Daniel does help me out with lists all the time, so he's it's like almost just... a staple that column. I was kind of <laughs> disappointed at the lack of... Uh, reader comments on that. I know the one comment was like we should have made it books because all this stuff is about comics. Well, I mean, think about it though. I think my list had more books than most people's, but really what good games based on books have there been? Uh, Rainbow Six is probably the best that I can think of. Splinter Cell. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, you had Splinter to Cell was Clancy not a ones. book first. Really? Yeah, no, I wouldn't. They just threw Tom Clancy's name on there like they threw Wes Craven's name on any horror movie. Right. Uh, what was it? He brought up a... that I didn't think about, but... 
Oh yeah, nobody. I I thought somebody would mention The Witcher, but nobody did. Was it a book for a book series? Yeah, first? The Witcher was a book. Oh, uh, Lord of the Rings. I figured somebody would mention one of the games, but oh, dude, Return of the King was really good. Well, see, I actually really thought about too. doing that, but then I felt it was more based on the movie than on the books. Yeah, it was. It did use scenes from the movie and stuff in it. It was. It, they were based off the movies. Yeah. I was able to get two Star Wars games on there, so I was happy. Yeah. Uh, we need to throw in Game of Thrones the game. Just, I mean, it was awful. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> Maybe when, uh, well, those are based off the TV show, so never mind. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I was disappointed on the, I figured we would have some scholars on there, but. I guess not. For one, he would have liked to read, I guess. I thought about putting Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, but I just couldn't bring myself to do it. <laughs> oh, that game's too... Yeah, put the Great Gatsby on there. That had a game, too. <laughs> but chase the chuck wagon, just to see if anybody's actually reading. Right. I thought I had the top five for this week thought up yet. I guess I didn't. I'll probably think of it again some other time. Uh... Robert, go ahead. Oh, oh boy. All right. So uh, starting off, Rattled Broadcasting Network is your home for most podcasts you'll ever want to listen to. Uh, there's Metal Hammer of Doom, which features myself and John here uh, last week. Uh, Robert Winfrey filled in for Mark. Mark had something to do with his family that kind of popped up and he couldn't ignore it. So, yeah, it was the three of us talking the new Dragon Force album, and it was a, it was a good time. You know, it was fun, and we got to talk about Wheatley guitars, and there's a Castlevania song, and off. Uh, no, he's not joking. There really is a Castlevania song. It's called Symphony of the Night. And it's about Symphony of the Night. And I almost had a fucking heart attack like, when I realized, oh, yeah, this is about <laughs> the fucking game. Reading the lyrics, I'm like, yeah, this is Symphony of the Night. <laughs> so it, it was a good time. It was pretty great. It was awesome. It was good to have Sean, Sean there. Yeah, I know. I've been missing doing that. I should note that, like, I went trying to look for it. If you're going on iTunes or using an app, it is, you have to search for it as the Radlich in in Broadcasting Network in order to get all the podcasts together. Hunter, uh, he wants, I think, downloaded one of the metal podcasts, and he's like, damn it, it keeps fucking updating with all these other podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, like you'll get all the other podcasts, which I mean, hey, I'm in like two of them, or maybe three of them. So, yeah. But uh, in two weeks, uh, we'll be doing the new Cannibal Corpse album, and two weeks after that, will be the new Orange Goblin album. So, yeah. Uh, what, kind of me- what kind of metal is Orange Goblin? Steiner Metal. Which is. Like hard, kind of like a hard rock sort of metal. Ah. Okay, it's, I might have to. Looking at that, then. Yeah, it's the it's the night before Halloween, so it's going to be pretty great. Sweet. Yeah, I don't know. We might have a third person. I'll have to check because Jesse Starcher is uh he's going to be jumping in on some of our stuff. Oh, Jesse, he's like the nicest guy, <laughs> and he's the Radlich Broadcasting Network super fan. There we go. But uh, yeah, look for us every other Thursday, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Pretty great. I could dig it. 
Uh, there's also from Jeep Seat, which is Jesse Starcher and Jason Teasley talking football and other sports. I'll show up on it eventually, I'm sure. Like, <laughs> like guys, I, I don't know. I just forget it's on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you work and go to school, so it's totally okay that you forget that it's on. Yeah, and in my free time, I try to, like, you know, play Final Fantasy and not get angry. Yeah. Uh, and finally, uh, Sentai Rider Podcast will hopefully be back this week. Uh, we were going to record Friday, but I for- didn't have time to watch the episode we were supposed to talk about. So, yeah, tomorrow hopefully we'll be uh, recording Common Rider Gimes, the, the finale for that show. That podcast will be three hours. I will guarantee you this because I adore that show. Hunter adores that show. and The, the, the two of us are very similar. Hunter's been here. <laughs> Hunter's been on the podcast. We're, we, we're very similar in personality. So, yeah. It's going to be a great time. We're going to give you lots of insightful commentary. Like, really, like, if you ever hear me go into, like, pure analysis mode here, that's how I am the entire time on that show, because it's, it's serious business, I tell you. It is. I mean, I, I, yeah. So that'll be fun. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm happy to be back. And later in the week, we'll be reviewing episode one of the newest Common Rider show, Common Rider Drive. So if you want a good jumping on point to the podcast, there you go. Episode one. And, like... We sum up the episodes. So if you just want to listen to us, as you love my voice, everybody does. Actually, most people don't. But yeah. But yeah, like, yeah, my, my voice. Yeah, yeah. If you want to hear me talk, you want to hear Hunter talk, uh, we're going to get the husband Nick Cochran of Dan Stoku Ranthon with us for that. I'll be plugging that podcast in a second. Yeah, just go ahead and listen. That'll come out later in the week. I think Gaim will come out maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. I'm not sure what time. Yeah, uh, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Sentai Rider Podcast. That is S-E-N-T-A-I-R-I-D-E-R uh, Podcast. So uh, there's that. And speaking of, as I said, Dan Stoku ran, they're my favorite podcast. They just did episodes 300 and 301. And I think they have posted episode 302, which is an interview with a Power Rangers writer named Jackie Marchand. So she was pretty awesome. She wrote, like, I think she did writing from, like, SPD to RPM. Yeah, pretty good shit. I'm really looking forward to listening to that interview. So find them at a uh, facebook.com slash dancetokurants or, or their website at dancetokurants.rangercentral.com. Really nice guys. Great podcast. Love them. So uh, that's, that's all for me. All right. Uh, well, I just got me left. Uh, make sure you... You know, check out the game's top five. It's up there every Saturday morning on Form One. Uh, the Game Zone, of course, where this podcast lives. Uh, we talked about top five books, comics, and uh, top five games based off of books, comics, and graphic novels. I don't know what next week's topic is going to be yet. I actually sent out the four PC questions before we did this podcast for once. Uh, that will have. The usual Todd, and then three other people, and I'm the quiz master for that. So make sure you check that out every Wednesday morning. And then uh, this podcast, of course, we will be back next Sunday 
as long as everything goes well. Uh, hopefully around the <laughs> 11 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, as I have it now. Not starting so late, so we can end at a decent hour or somewhat. This one wasn't supposed to go that long, but it did. Somehow that always happens. It's because uh, we wanted to kill Jar Jar. Right. <laughs> uh, and we took, and we decided to get into pro wrestling and politics at the same time. Yeah, that's always a recipe for longer podcasts. Speaking of pro wrestling, uh, next we return to our Monday night after Raw slot tomorrow or today or whenever you're listening to this Monday nights around midnight Eastern. You can listen to us live on this very Spreaker network. Or listen to us later on demand like you can this podcast on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and all the other places. Uh, go join that Facebook group, that Rest of the Max Facebook group. It's growing almost at 400 people. And we have a Facebook group for this podcast too. Um, I thought it existed you, personally. Yeah. If it's still run under, I need to get Randall to like make me an admin so we can start doing stuff with it. Uh, or. Maybe we need to go just make another one. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, if you like this podcast and you want to start posting on the group, like asking us questions or just making comments or telling us how much you don't like us or whatever, it's all welcome. Uh, and I we're also doing a football to football this Tuesday night. We're doing an NHL season preview. Randall... Still hasn't gotten back to me as to whether he's going to be on that or not. Uh, but luckily we do have somebody else that knows something about hockey, just in case Randall doesn't come on. Uh, so me and Gary won't look like total idiots. No, and, just look like idiots. Yeah. <laughs> and then oh. we'll do our NFL predictions for week six. And more so. Good lord, the Patriots won 43-17. to Jesus. Uh... Talk about a comeback, right? You can't make uh, them angry. Where has Gary been? He went on this episode. Uh, he, uh, I don't know. He just stopped texting me after a while, so I guess he had something to do. Maybe he fell asleep. Yeah, that could have happened too. He is off tomorrow, but I'm sure he probably wanted to find something else to do. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, hope everybody gets to play some games, have a good week, and be with us here. Doctor Who Quantum Leap, Randall's old Ouya Virtual Boy. Go check out this week's Doctor Who. It was pretty damn awesome. Yeah, I yeah. needed that. Perhaps the best episode of the season, maybe. Oh, uh, good one. I don't know. Last week's was pretty good too. Yeah. yeah. I'm really behind. I've so been to... pretty spot on with Mr. Capaldi so far. Yeah, I need to. I need to catch up on everything. So hopefully, you just go marathon it. It's on the DVR. Yeah. Oh, your mom didn't erase it. No, nah, she didn't erase it. Erase it because uh, my uh, my my stepdad watches it. So ah, she, she'll delete Helsing Ultimate like. Every single time I set it to record, but yeah, not Doctor Who. That's mean. Yeah, well, she's like, you got too much to watch. I'm like, most of my anime that comes on Toonami has stopped airing. <laughs> like, nah. 
Well, later, everybody. Goodbye. Potato salad.